0: So I just wanted to share some off-the-cuff thoughts about this UAP UFO whistleblower disclosure subject. Uh, We've had this intelligence officer, David Grush, who's come out and started talking about some pretty wild things that he has witnessed, that he has uh, at least heard about and reviewed all the interviews and the classified documents and information on and uh, it's really taking the world by storm right now. And the biggest accusation you hear about it is that it's some kind of a distraction, or it's a psyop, or it's a Project Bluebeam in in the beginning stages, or something like that. And of course, it's anybody's guess what all this is because none of us are sitting at the high table. None of us have met or spoken to David Grush personally. Um, we're all just witnessing it online in between our lives Uh, most people Glance here and there at a few articles. They see a few video clips and then they make their opinion and then It's very hard to keep the investigative mind and the curious mind going because the opinion has already been formed and that's sad in my opinion because I think it's important that we look at all of it and we, we really look at it deeply And yeah, I'm totally biased towards this subject because I've been researching the UFO subject for a bulk uh, of my life, to be honest with you. I was interested in this since I was a kid and I grew up interested in it, had some interesting experiences and conversations, read a few books, saw a few movies. um, And I just went, hey, I want to look into this more. And the more you look into it, it's just an absolute museum a size of research that you have to do like it's a massive museum full of so much so many pieces and so many artifacts and so many data points that it's almost impossible for one person to take it all in let alone make any sound conclusions on it because so much of it is also still in the dark and So I don't want to break the whole thing down I just want to say a few things here if the accusation is that this whistleblower who we're all learning about, who has been vetted and is absolutely who he says he is. If the accusation is that this story coming out right now is a distraction from other stories and other information and other issues, I just wanted to put a devil's advocate opinion out there against this this idea that it is a distraction. What if it isn't? What if it wasn't intended to be that? What if it's the real deal? So that's the speculation. That's where I'm sitting. And so if we were to look at this, let me just go through a few logical questions with you. So if it is a distraction, what's it distracting from? There's so many issues happening in our world right now that are all coming to the surface, that we're all getting whistleblowers coming out about, whether it's, Human trafficking, whether it's what's going on with Instagram and the whole Pizzagate thing, whether it's election fraud, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's these vaccines, stuff coming out about Big Pharma, the corruption that's going on there, whether it's stuff about the corruption within the media, corrupt politicians, um, stuff about the Ukraine war, stuff about the Climate Gate fiasco that's become highly politicized. And we know there's something else behind this. Whether it's about these big globalist institutions, whether it's about the economy and the, the way that so much of it is rigged against us. I mean, pick your issue. I'm trying to think. There's so many more, so many more. Think of all the poverty in the world. Think of all the, think of just all the issues that we could look at that need attending. And we got information coming out about all of them in a way that we've never seen before in our, in our lifetimes, let alone maybe even human history. We've never seen this kind of information coming out to the general public all at once, on numerous fronts, ever before. And I've been in this game for a while when it comes to looking at the alternative perspective on world events and world history. And I've never seen an age like what we're seeing in the last three or four years, but especially really ramping up right now, where this many subjects that used to never even be discussed in the general milieu is coming out to the surface. We've got rogue journalists breaking news stories on numerous things. We got many of these journalists going rogue, starting their own shows, and totally dwarfing the mainstream media in terms of numbers. We've got numerous scientists and doctors and experts coming out and stating what they know to be true about what just happened regarding the pandemic and this vaccine and the suppression of known treatments, etc. You know, I could just go on and on about so many different pieces that are coming out to the general public that we have access to, sitting at home in our pajamas, scrolling our feeds on our various favorite social media channels, and then drawing our conclusions, right? And uh, I would just say, don't draw a don't draw a conclusion right now. I mean, it's definitely good and to have theories and speculate, and we all do it. I do it. It's important, but keep your personal opinion on these things open as things unfold because you never know. And so the reason I'm bringing this up about all these other points of data and all these other issues that are being exposed is that each and every one of them could be labeled as being a distraction from another. You know what I'm saying? So like all this information coming out about, I don't know. Let's say Instagram, right now, with the fact that all their algorithms are basically supporting the predation of children and whatnot, and the guys that are doing this just happen to use cheese pizza as one of their little their little code words, and this was a subject that was highly ridiculed. You talk about something called PizzaGate, which was broken by reporter Liz Crokin and and some others, um, that was all ridiculed as being a, a baseless conspiracy theory. And yet here we have another data point that's now been talked about even in the mainstream media. And it's starting to corroborate it a little bit, right? And so I think we're going to see more of that. Um, But you could say that that story that everybody's talking about and taking time talking about may be distracted from all these vaccine deaths that are going around, right? the died suddenly thing and people are slowly forgetting about the just horrendous abuse that their governments committed against them during this medical technocratic takeover that we experienced over the last three years. So that it could be a distraction from that or if a piece of information comes out about think of any other subject you could distract from those both of those issues and now everybody's focused on this over here and then you know on and on we go. So I know everybody likes to think of the UFO subject as just, oh, that's just the shiny object that these dark satanic elites use to distract you from what they're doing. (laughs) But uh, what if I told you that even they don't know what's really going on with this? That there's something to the UFO story that is going to start to come out more and more but that a lot of people don't want to know about and maybe that's why people have that knee-jerk reaction that oh this this one is the fake one all the other ones that i like that i'm into that i buy into that i like to research and that i want to expose to the world and i'm very passionate about and i'm trying to wake people up to all of those issues are totally cool And even if multiple of those issues are coming all at the same time, it would never cross my mind that any one of them could be a red herring to distract you from the real thing that's going on, right? Not those ones, not my precious subjects, but definitely the UFO subject. That's the one that for sure is just the big shiny object distraction that is distracting everybody from what's going on politically, right? Honestly, maybe people need a distraction from what's going on politically because that's all we've spoken about every day, all day, for years. And yet here we still are. And you start to wonder, if a bunch of information comes out on some kind of a political issue, it automatically just continues to divide people more and more, whether it's true or not, right? This is the type of issue along, honestly, with the children abuse issue that I think could really bring people together. Because if we've been lied to about this UFO thing and we've been lied to about what's going on with these kids, I think a lot of people would immediately put aside their partisan, tribalistic, political views for a moment to simply start to ask the bigger questions about who they are, why they're here, what kind of a planet they live on, what's really going on. And I think that's what the power of these issues can be, these sort of mega issues. See, the UFO subject is a mega issue. Mega meaning it's something that affects every living soul on the planet. Doesn't matter what country you come from, doesn't matter what race you are, doesn't matter what political affiliation you have, doesn't matter what, what anything, any different... Thing that you can think of that makes you different from other people doesn't matter in that moment when you're thinking about that subject. That subject is uh, it's, it's something that affects us all. And I think that it's interesting that we immediately assume that it's bullshit when it's quite logically one of the most Logical explanations to a lot of things and might even be The mother of all of these subjects that we're talking about it might be What's happening in the background of all of these subjects that we talk about? It might be a major factor in it. It's not separate from it. It might be one of the origins of all these subjects we talk about One of the origin points at least so Before we say, oh, this subject is a distraction from that subject, but not that subject. (laughs) Let's just imagine for a moment that maybe, just maybe, the human race, by whichever means that this is occurring, is being given disclosure, not just on some weird things flying around the sky that a bunch of guys picked up on radar and they've got evidence for, but on everything. Because we're in the age of that. We're in the time of that. And by that age and that time, I mean humanity is psychologically ready for that. The reason we're getting this now is not just because of the timing issue that you're thinking of. When you're talking on the microcosmic scale of whatever political issue you want to talk about and focus on, this is the macrocosm now. This is the big picture. This is the picture behind the picture. This is what you don't see when you see the tip of the iceberg on the surface of the water. This is what's under it. This might be the reason for the level of secrecy, the level of corruption the level of evil that we see in the world. This might go back to solving the riddle of our origins, solving the riddle of our religions, of our sciences. This might be something that could affect every aspect of our lives forever, forevermore. This might be the thing that kicks open the door in such a way. And what I'm talking about here is if, you, if we ever did get some actual official disclosure on this issue, And no, you don't need them. You and I might be just interested in this and we might have all the disclosure we need because we've done the time. We have put the time in. We've determined what we think it is for ourselves. But I'm talking about this entire planet getting briefed on this. This has the power to literally change everything. And it starts from there down into a domino effect Just as it did for... I can think of it in my own life. It was the UFO subject that actually opened up all the other subjects for me. It was the first subject. I studied the UFO subject alongside comparative religion and mythology. As far back as I can go. Those are my two loves. And I've kept them close to me. I've been keeping tabs on it. I have an incredible amount of information on those subjects that I've gathered from greater minds than myself, people that have literally dedicated their lives to it, people who've lost their lives to it. And um, all I can say is whether this particular whistleblower and this particular moment is the big one where we're finally going to have the lid pulled off, the curtains pulled back, and all these secrets revealed about whether or not we're alone in the universe, or whether or not we have some kind of other others engaging this planet who might in fact even be a major part in why we're here. This opens up everything else. This opens up your mind to everything else. Because if this is true, what else is true? And if this is true, how does this thing, this phenomena... Let's just call it the phenomena. How does this phenomena possibly tie in to the crimes against children, to the satanic secret societies, to the compartmentalized power structures that rule this planet, to the origins of this cult of the medics that I've been talking about, to every conspiracy you can possibly imagine? Because... The reason we feel that so much of what's going on is so evil is because we see the anti-human vibration behind it. We see that whatever's behind what's happening on all those political fronts, on all those social fronts, and all these things that we like to talk about and explore in this truth community, The reason it's so anti-human might be because at the top of it, it's not. And that doesn't mean that if we're talking about the nature of extraterrestrials and other beings from other worlds or other dimensions or however you like to phrase it, that doesn't mean that it's all evil either. I definitely don't side with Greer on the ridiculous assumption that it's all good simply because they're advanced enough to develop technology to come here. Um, I don't think there's anything more naive that you could possibly say about the subject. Uh, But I also don't agree with, say, the religious mindset that says, oh, they're all uh, actually just, uh, they're fake aliens, and they're actually demons pretending to be aliens, and they're all evil. And they're all here to just... You know feed on us or whatever I don't go to that level either because I just look phenomenologically at me and I go all right Let's start from ground zero before we even get into all the facts and the details Which so many people don't look into they just think of things in general terms only um, We don't even need to go there. We can just think about our own experience on this planet My experience is that I'm a human being that is living on a planet that harbors life, intelligent life, and a variety of life. And all of that life is animated with this particular type of energy that we call consciousness. And there's varying levels of that consciousness, and there's different types of that consciousness, but it's there nonetheless. I can tell, standing here, that I am not the only human that lives on this rock. So I look around and I see other humans also walking around and then you start to zoom out from your locale and you go and you oh well there's other there's other places in this country that I call Canada that I live in there's other there's other places here than where I'm standing right now and then you go to the next level you go well there's there's other countries with other people other kinds of people that have different kinds of cultures and different histories different ways of thinking different religions different practices you know and then you go out. Oh, humans aren't the only form of life on the planet. We've got a whole ocean full of stuff that they're still discovering new things every single day. It's so vast. We haven't even been able to get to the depths of a lot of these oceans because it's just so deep. We haven't explored it at all. It's been often said we know more about our own solar system than we do about many of the oceans of the world. So that's an interesting take. That right here where we are, us humans, we can see that there's a. this whole planet is teeming with life. This planet is life. It's a process of life and death, of creation and destruction. It's everything. To us, because it's our home. It's where we live. So to us, it's everything. It's, and it's a subjective experience. And then we look up at the sky and we see that there are other planets and other stars and other things happening. And there's a big giant Swiss watch turning around us and we start to speculate and go wow i mean are there other beings looking at us from those bright lights in the sky from those stars far far away in the same way that we're looking at them pondering are we the only ones and so just phenomenologically speaking you exist on this planet you are conscious you are alive you are multidimensional You have a physical aspect. You have a, what you could call spiritual aspect or an interdimensional aspect, if you will. You, just you, has all of that. You have the potential for both good and evil. You're, you know, so if if you have all of those potentials within you, what's to say there aren't other living beings that have the same potentials? And if we look at it in terms of technology to the people that go, well, there's nobody, nobody could develop technology to break all of Newton's laws. That's ridiculous. Um, you just have to answer that by saying, well, there are many. The the Let's put it this way. We don't know what we don't know. We think we've got it all sussed out. We think we've got it all figured out about space time and you know distances and how we would get these primitive rockets from here to there, clearly whatever's flying around in our skies that's documented beyond anything else it's 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 so documented how this how these things operate it's it's almost mind blowing that we're even still having these debates but whatever it is is highly highly advanced it's well beyond what what most people believe is possible. And so you have to ask yourself if there's other life in this universe, could there be life that's more advanced than us even by a hundred years? Where are we gonna be in a hundred years? In a hundred years from now, where are we gonna be? And where, what would we do, what would we humans do if we did get off planet with advanced technology advanced enough to traverse other star systems. What would we do? We would probably do a mix of good and evil, just as whatever's engaging this planet is most likely doing to us. So it's just, this is just thinking about it, because... and and this is healthy because we don't even have to get into the actual details at this point because it's just a thought exercise just to help you think through it because I just don't see that being considered. I don't see a lot of these points being considered in the thought of many of the people that are jumping to the conclusion. Oh, it's all a hoax. It's all a lie. I start to wonder if that's not just a preferential opinion. It's not an opinion necessarily grounded in the best type of thought or the best type of evidence or the, uh, the best type of research. It's, a, it's an opinion that's generated from somewhere else. It's an opinion that's generated from the desire for this to be the case, that it is all a hoax, it isn't real. We would rather that not be the case. We would rather feel like we are the apex, that there isn't something more advanced than us because that's just... The implications of that alone psychologically for an evolving species uh, like us at the stage that we're at is just too monumental. It's too much. So what's the actual truth? Are we even capable psychologically to determine it? Do we even want to know? Maybe we don't want to know. Maybe we would prefer not to know. Maybe it's easier not to know. Maybe it's easier to just debunk everything and move on and just pretend like nothing's going on. Maybe the implications of this subject and these questions are just too big for the average person to really sit with and think about. And so I'm only here to try to say, let's try to think outside the box. Let's watch as everything unfolds. Let's not jump to conclusions. I won't jump to the conclusion that this is 100% bona fide, for sure, actual disclosure from legitimate whistleblowers. If you don't jump to the knee-jerk reaction conclusion that it's just an automatic PSYOP Operation Bluebeam or whatever. And by the way, Project Bluebeam was conjured up by literally one person back in the 90s. Can't remember the guy's name. He was a fundamentalist Christian. Surprise, surprise. And had very very shoddy if any at all evidence for it Uh, and then the only other reference we really have is from the 2001 disclosure project where we had uh, a woman stand up and basically talk about how she used to know Wernher von Braun and he always spoke about three stages of deception that they would use to bring about a world government and total control And uh, I think one was terrorists, the other was asteroids or natural disasters, and the third one was the alien card. But what was not said in that was whether or not the alien question was still actually real, because, of course, the woman that said this actually was there to testify to her knowledge that, yes, the UFO subject and everything that goes with it, or at least everything that they were talking about at that conference, is real. So she wasn't saying it's all a hoax and a smokescreen for a bunch of demonic demons that are written about in ancient literature, ancient texts. And that's another point I want to bring up here to the religious mind. <clears throat> why on earth would we assume that when you hear words like Nephilim, Raphaim, fallen angels, watchers, Anunnaki, jinn, etc., that those are actual words things, why wouldn't we understand that those are simply names in those ancient languages given by ancient people to a phenomena that they were experiencing that they wrote about in their cultural language with what they knew at the time that they were looking at? They didn't have the contextual language to to describe it in a way that we would in our modern current age. So they used their language to describe these beings and tell the stories about them through their cultural narratives. So for people to go, are they Anunnaki or are they Nephilim? Are they demons or are they aliens and extraterrestrials? I just feel like it's a pointless exercise to get into the names Uh, that have been given by humans to whatever this is. Look, in our own time, let me just point this out. In our own time, we used to call these things UFOs that were flying around in the sky. We called them UFOs for the longest time. Unidentified flying objects. And then UFO is, is an acronym, but it became a word, a meme word in the mind of the people. So you don't walk around talking about unidentified flying objects. You talk about UFOs. At least that's the way it used to be. But now look what we... Oh, and then the other word we used for the beings that we would assume were piloting whatever the hell's flying around. We call them extraterrestrials, meaning not from this earth. Not of this earth. We're terrestrial. They are extraterrestrial. It's very simple. But now we don't use those words anymore, do we? We call them UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. We call them EBEs, Extraterrestrial Biological Entities. We've changed the language of what we call these beings within the last decade. And you want to go back and read ancient texts and listen to the Vimanas, stories of the Vimanas and the Anunnaki or whatever, Enlil and Enki and all this kind of stuff. And take all that completely literally and go, ooh, are the Anunnaki a different group from the Nephilim? Are the Nephilim a different group from the Jinn? Are the Jinn a different group from the reptilians? Like, it, these are just words that we use to describe things. That's what humans do. We, we, we think of words that describe things, and we hopefully get better with our language so that we can find words that describe things better than we used to describe them. And so terms change, the narratives change, the way we look at it changes, but the thing itself is still objective to us. It's still its own thing that is still a mystery. And how do you define a mystery? Well, what you do is you write stories about it and you come up with names and characters and you make big blockbuster movie sagas about it and you write it down and you pass it on. And that's the best thing the human mind can do to try to make sense of it but that still doesn't define correctly what the thing is. So we got to watch the way I think, when we're thinking about it, watch the way we observe this and take it all in and just try to look at it objectively and say, imagine you've never heard of it before. Imagine you've, Go back to the mind of the beginner. Go back to the mind of a child. You've never heard of the subject before. You've never heard of any of the other subjects before. You're just an explorer observing and you're noticing things and then you start to get into it and you maybe come up with your own name for it. Whatever it is that helps you make sense about it. Instead of relying on what other people say about it all the time. So watch the names we're all, we're stuck in a matrix of words. It's hard for us to think because we can only think in the words that we can think in and the pictures that we can see in our minds. And even that, you have pictures in your minds and images in your minds that's produced by your imagination and then what do you do? You hire the left brain to ascribe bullet points, numbers, names, categories, file folders for the creative images you're generating in your mind. And I think that's what we're doing as a species with this subject and many other subjects. So just some thoughts taking about 30 minutes of your time. Sorry it was so long winded. I just wanted to put that out there and hopefully keep you a little bit more open-minded, but not to the point where you're just going to blindly accept my take And my take might change. If I see new information that is uh, absolutely verifiable and valid and irrefutable, that contradicts what I'm saying, then I would change it automatically. But I'm not going to change it just because someone else has a different opinion about this indefinable mystery at this point i say we all sit back with our opinions, we put them aside and we activate our curiosity again, combined with a solid amount of logic and reason as well. And this way you're thinking holistically on the subject and you're open and you're just observing and you're documenting as events unfold. And I hope that we can finally get some global recognition of a subject that I think deserves more investigation, more curiosity, and more information to come out. Because I think it will impact us as humans in both frightening ways, but also in some incredible ways that might actually spur us to evolve to the next stage. It might also open up Pandora's box of all the other things If this secret gets out, I think a lot of the other ones come out with it. And uh, it might be a hard pill to swallow for many. But the truth rarely is an easy pill to swallow, isn't it? So there's my thoughts. I hope it helps. I wish you well in your journey.